Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 60 of the Weird Weird West. We're in the Western Heroes section, and having talked about all the real Old West heroes, and one Old West asshole, and that Old West asshole's horse, and a modern-day Western hero possessed by one of the Old West heroes and also the Old West asshole, and then having talked about Red Wolf, we are now reduced to talking about Shooting Star, who is a Western hero in the same sense that David Carradine was a Chinese adventurer, if we believe that she even is Shooting Star, and not a demon pretending to be a non-existent, boring rodeo performer. We talked about all that yesterday. Today, we're on to the history of Shooting Star. Even within the fiction, much of this is probably not true, and it doesn't matter to the plot, and Shooting Star is a vanishingly inconsequential character that almost no one ever uses anyway, making this possibly the least important thing I've ever read on the podcast. I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a big statement, but it's up there. Quote, very little is known about Victoria Starr's life before she took the alias Shooting Star and became a rodeo performer. Her father, Remington Starr, was a wealthy Texas oil baron and amateur rodeo performer who encouraged his daughter's aspirations to perform professionally in rodeos. He hired scientists to build her a special six-shooter that shoots star-shaped pellets for her sharpshooting act. Excellent use of money, time, and scientific prowess trying to jumpstart your daughter's amateur rodeo sideshow career by engineering trick guns that shoot star-shaped pellets, which I'm sure the rodeo audience will appreciate as they fly through the air at the speed of bullets. Gotta appreciate that attention to detail. And furthermore, delicately crafting those pellets to stun living targets. Effectively, except for the imperceptible star shape, these are tranquilizer darts. And there's a reason that tranquilizer darts are not commonly used in live entertainment. Tranquilizer darts are not impressive as a stage act, because how do I know the person who supposedly got tranquilized didn't just fall over? Being tranquilized is not a difficult illusion to create, you just have to lie down. The only way to make this act work is to use the tranquilizer darts on animals, so that the audience can see that the tranquilizer is working. I personally would not attend a show where a trick shooter and a bunch of innocent animals travel from town to town, and every night she pulls out a trank gun and shoots them all in the fucking butt so they fall over, and then they wake up all groggy and it's on to the next town with a sore butt and a heavy heart forever. But if I had to watch a show like that, I would prefer it to be with the existing technology of a tranquilizer dart, as opposed to this, which these are revolvers that do remarkable damage. They do hurt. They do hurt you a lot. They would be enough to incapacitate and possibly kill a regular person, but they can't get a kill result on the universal table. If you roll a red, it's a stun rather than a kill. So they do full damage. They just can't insta-kill you the way that a real bullet can. They can't kill something clean, in other words. You can kill somebody with these guns, but it's like killing them with a a tennis ball launcher. And speaking of launching, these weapons have launched to the top of my list of things I would prefer not to see fired at innocent animals in the context of live entertainment. But if you don't shoot them at people, and you don't shoot them at animals, and you're just doing like trick shooting, target shooting, knocking, breaking bottles, shooting apples off of heads, then why the fuck are you doing that with expensive designer knockout pellets? Because your father is rich and also a dumbass, that's why. As further evidenced by the following, quote, At some point in her performing career, she met a fellow rodeo performer, the Texas Twister, and the two formed a dual act. 
He has wind powers. He can make like a little whirlwind. We'll talk about him later. Her father then had scientists design a pair of jet boots that enabled her to stabilize her flight when swept up in the Twister's cyclonic vortex. So while she was out doing her horrible, expensive rodeo act, shooting star met Texas Twister, whom you'll meet tomorrow. I'll put the picture up on the visual companion tomorrow. But suffice it to say for now, he looks like the way Alameda Slim would describe himself as looking on a dating site, if that gives you any idea. He's a clearly dubious character in appearance, in history, and in the fact that he is using his fairly impressive superpowers to ride the rodeo circuit and seduce your daughter. Having met this gentleman, Shooting Star's dad engages yet more scientists, or maybe the same ones. I mean, maybe they know a mark when they see one. Maybe they send him a card every Christmas asking if he needs any more science done. He gets these scientists to, quote, design a pair of jet boots that enabled her to stabilize her flight when swept up in the Twister's cyclonic vortex. These are not boots that allow Shooting Star to fly, which would actually be a good rodeo act. I don't know why, but they're not. These are boots that allow her to stay upright and kind of like move and steer, I think, while she is being suspended in the air by an intense cyclone mentally maintained by her shitty boyfriend. As a parent, I feel there is a line between supporting and enabling, and you have crossed far over that line when you are spending your fortune to buy your daughter special shoes so that her new boyfriend can throw her into a tornado as part of his amateur rodeo act. Anyway, despite my misgivings, things went great because, quote, Shooting Star and Texas Twister were the star attractions at Cody's Rodeo Extravaganza. Just imagine, those crazy kids, they finally made it to the top of Cody's Rodeo Extravaganza. Quote, when they intercepted a message sent by Rick Jones meant for the Avengers. This is the origin of the Rangers super team. The Hulk was in trouble. Rick Jones sent a signal to the Avengers. Help, help, superheroes, come help the Hulk. But it didn't get to the Avengers. It got to various people who happened to be superheroes who are near Arizona they showed up, helped the Hulk, and then, quote, At the battle's end, Texas Twister suggested that the five of them get together whenever a threat to the Southwest crops up. They agreed and took the collective name of the Rangers. So now, infrequently, when a supervillain threatens the American Southwest, uh, you know, on a never basis, all these randos who are within driving distance get together and help. Or at least they did, until at one point when the Rangers were visiting the West Coast Avengers, this character named Firebird who inexplicably wanted to join the Rangers, noticed, oh, hey, one of you is a demon and the rest of you are controlled by demons. So then the West Coast Avengers fought them all, figured out that Shooting Star was the one who was a demon. And everybody's like, how long has this been going on? And the author was like, nobody knows and nobody cares. According to the demon who Shooting Star turned out to be, quote, Shooting Star was a human guise it had taken long before. There never was a Victoria Star. The author goes on to say, quote, Since demons are notorious liars, and this account does not fit previous information about Shooting Star, it is probably untrue. However, the whereabouts and fate of Victoria Star have yet to be revealed. It goes on to say that, quote, The Texas Twister demonstrated a curious lack of concern when his lover was revealed to be possessed by a demon and did not insist on accompanying the West Coast Avengers in their investigation of Master Pandemonium. Wow, his girlfriend with a rich dad who helped him with his career was in trouble slash not real, and he didn't insist upon going to actual hell to help clear this whole thing up? Shocking. I don't find that curious. Why would he do that? He's not even really a superhero, as we're going to see. He's kind of a glory hound, kind of a mercenary, primarily a performer. He probably got together with Shooting Star partly because she could help him with his career, but what more could she do for him at this point? He's already the star attraction at Cody's Rodeo Extravaganza. I mean, what else does he have left to do? There's no one bigger in the world of rodeo variety shows, except for Cody, obviously. I, I can't blame this man with so much to lose for not going to rescue Shooting Star 
if she's even real. It's hard to pick a dumbest thing on this page because some of it may just be a fabrication. Like, it's hard to tell what's the dumbass true history of this character, what's a dumbass lie, what is the author's wishful thinking that this character turns out to be a real character and not retroactively just a demon in an overly specific human costume. It's kind of hard to get traction on this. And so for the dumbest thing, I'm choosing something that I think is bedrock here. One thing we can all agree on, regardless of how this all works out with Shooting Star, demon or not, is she dead? Is she in hell? Did she ever exist? Between Texas Twister and Cody's rodeo extravaganza and the real-life existence of these real-life dumbass gimmick six-shooters, I think it is irrefutable that Texas billionaire and amateur rodeo performer Remington Starr is a real person who at least believed himself to have a real daughter and squandered what must have been millions of dollars trying to help his daughter achieve her dream of being a side attraction in a rodeo and somehow came out with tranquilizer bullets. The bullets that shoot you but also make you sleepy. You know, for rodeo. So that's Shooting Star, maybe. Join me next time as we discuss the other half of the world's most successful rodeo power couple on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>